This is Straight Fire and Flow with Kim and Tara, where we talk mindset, energetic, soulpreneurship, business, expanding your freaking mind and elevating your entire being. <laughs> you guys, this is straight honesty, no scripts, pure divine wisdom and downloads given directly to you. And guys, this is a good one because today we're talking about signs from the universe and manifestations. Ah, this is so, so good. So Tara, I vote that our most like crazy out of the world one we do last. How about we I do agree. that? Okay. Yep. All right. So I'll start first with a couple different things. Um, I guess it's like, it's signs from the universe. It's manifestation. It's also like witchy psychic abilities that are coming through, whatever you want to call it. Right. So, um, use this episode as brain confirmation for not only what's possible for you, not only that the universe is trying to communicate with you all day, every day, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but also recognizing how powerful our thoughts, our beliefs, and our energy, when it's congruent, when there's no attachment, how powerful things can, can be, how how things get to literally manifest in your reality quicker than you can even imagine. So, um, okay. So for this one, this one's a little psychic witchy. Um, but I had a dream a couple weeks ago, I guess now a month, several months ago, now that I say this, um, about a friend who had passed away and I was reliving the entire funeral service. And I, um, was equally, if not even closer to her mom. And so in the dream, I kept seeing her mom sitting in this like throne like chair. And I was at her feet, um, just sitting like crisscross. And what was clear as day in the dream was that I was a support system. That was just who I was to her in that dream. So I woke up and I was like, okay, that's, you know, for some people, some people might go, well, honey, that was just a dream. <laughs> But like Tara and I, we know that that's how all sorts of oh. all sorts of juicy downloads come in, right? So I immediately wake up. Tara was equally as close with both of these people. So I called Tara and I was like, I just have to tell you this because my heart is so heavy. I'm sitting in this heavy energy of reliving this entire process. And I get off the phone with Tara and I shit you not, 20 minutes later, my friend's mom sends me a text message of a picture of a quote all about being a light and a support system to her. That's what the quote said. And then she just like continued to go on about like what a support I've been in her life. And I literally was like, holy fuck balls. Did this just happen? I literally just dreamt this. And all of a sudden now I'm having this exact conversation that I just dreamed about like 20 minutes later after actually speaking it into existence. So I was blown away in that moment. And there was so much juiciness that came out there. There was so much, um, there was so much peace of mind that was able to be given to my friend's mom, because once I told her the entire story, we were both like in awe of the situation. And I was able to process my dream a little bit differently and see it from a different light. And there was even a hidden gem of a message for her that both of us believed was from the energy of her daughter. So it was an absolutely beautiful moment but it was also fucking mind-blowing. So that's my story one. Tara, why don't you go ahead and do story one? Okay, I'm just gonna tell you this story because it just happened to me yesterday. So I was out walking on this um, trail by my house. And as I'm walking along, I so like, was having this conversation with the universe about just like 
basically like, show me how easy, like, you know, like manifestations get to be. Okay. And all of a sudden, um, an old friend popped into my head and this is a friend that we get together like several times throughout the year. And we'll just go for a walk, like around her neighborhood and kind of catch up. And I have not, I have not talked to her since like May. So I was thinking, wow, I should probably call her um, or text her and see if she wants to get together and catch up. And then I was like, well, I don't need to. She, I know, like, she's always the one that reaches out. She's going to text me. And you guys, I freaking shit you not. It was like less than seven minutes later, I'm coming up on these three women and they stop in the middle of the trail and turn around to start walking the other way. And one of them was my freaking friend, Cassie. The one I had just been thinking about. And I was like, oh my God. And I said, I'm not kidding. I was just thinking about you a couple minutes ago. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I was just thinking last night that I needed to text you so we could get together. I was like, oh my God. Thank you, universe. Message received. That's how easy it gets to be. That's how easy it gets to be. Well, and it's like also like, I feel like that story in addition to not just that, what it really showcases too is how interconnected everything is. Oh yeah. Like how oh, yeah. you don't realize energy is, you know, energy moves through everything. Mm-hmm. You guys, your energy speaks volumes before you actually speak. And so the fact that both of you were basically on the same wavelength, like think about even that term that I just yeah. said to you guys, right? Like <laughs> on the same fucking wavelength and as you're processing it, whatever, like all of a sudden she's actually in your physical reality. Like, are you fucking kidding? And then it just goes to show why, like that, like just to take it a little bit further, like that just shows how like that's, yes, she and I as friends, how connected, right? But like, think about this, like on the wavelength, if you will, of the collective, right? Like you don't ever have to be in someone's space to feel their energy, to make these like massive shifts. And it's just like, it's mind blowing, right? It mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. And the more that you allow yourself to ponder and sit in this magic, like when we use the term magic, you guys, this is what we're talking about. Our life. I mean, we have so, so many of our clients and so many of our mentors have actually been like, I have fucking never met people or <laughs> <with more> stories <laughs> than the two of you. But you know, it's really, truly because Tara and I like root ourselves deeply into the magic. Our lives get to be magical. I want the universe to communicate with me. I'm aware of it. I'm conscious enough to, to be able to connect the dots and connect the patterns and see it all unfolding. So yes, our lives seem magical, but really this is reality. This is what's available to you when you open up your mind in this way. So that leads me to my second story. Okay. So this second story is, this is a good one. So when Tara and I first started on this journey, um, I think like anybody who goes through a spiritual awakening, you go through like different stages of interest. Mm -hmm. You go through different things that you're into. And at one point, like Tara and I were really into the mystical, magical aspect of it. And we still are, we still love that side of it, but like we were really inundated with it at, at one point. And so uh, when I first started, I was continuously asking the universe for signs to show me that I was on the path to my highest good. And it was like, should I go all in on this? Should we go all in on spiritual life coaching? You know, now since we're obviously business mentors, but like the first pivot that I took, the big leap of faith. And so two of my signs from the universe that I always know is that it, there's some secret sign is blue feathers and rainbows. 
And so I was actually driving to Tara's house. This is years ago now, but I was driving to Tara's house and on my way, there was an epic accident. And so we got detoured and you guys, first off, I am the worst fucking driver and I am the worst with direction. So as it was, I was like, oh my God, they're setting me on a detour. Where the fuck am I going? <laughs> um, and like immediately I was like, how am I going to be able to get out of all this? How can I get to <laughs> Like, And then I think like, these are not the map quest days, Kim. You literally have a computer in your hands. <laughs> Duh. Okay. Not to so, mention anyway. where we live, every road leads to the exact same place. Yeah. But like, mm, not for me. I just get lost. <laughs> so, um, so anywho, so I get on this detour and we get detoured into a neighborhood and I'm literally like, oh, what direction do I go? And I just kept making right turns because I thought that that's where you would go. I shit you not. I had just on my way. This is the crazy part. On my way, right before that detour, maybe 15 minutes before that, I had spoke out loud to the universe. Give me a sign. Show, And I actually got super specific with this one. I said, show me a blue feather. If I'm on the path to my highest good, show me that sign. The detour happens. We get detoured into this neighborhood. I'm fucking lost in this neighborhood. I wind up in front of a house that has a giant blue feather tapestry hanging on its fucking front door. And I literally stopped, put my car in park, stared at this house, clearly was Kim is stalking this person's home right now (laughs) and was just in fucking awe that that's how quickly that sign came in. That's how quickly that confirmation came in. And then I called Tara and I was literally five minutes from Tara's house. I called Tara and I'm like, you are never going to believe what just happened. (laughs) Fucking mind blowing. So that's story number two for me. All right. So this one, um, I believe it was a dream I had. And in this dream, or I can't remember if it was a dream or if it was like just this thought that came to me. Now, now I can't remember. But it was like, how terrible would it be? <laughs> this is what came up for me. How terrible would it be if like my dad lived here, like lived by me? Because I don't have a relationship with my dad. It's very um, estranged, I guess. And we just don't really have a relationship. And I thought, God, it would really suck if he lived here. And I'd had this thought and then, (laughs) I don't know, a couple hours later, I'm talking on the phone with, uh, with Kim and this car pulls up in front of my house and I'm like watching it or whatever. And this person gets out and starts walking up. And I thought, oh my God, it's like somebody trying to sell, sell me something. So being the person I am, I run to go tell my daughter, Hey, let's hide. So we don't have to answer the door. (laughs) And as I'm walking to tell her that, I look outside and I say to Kim, holy shit, my dad is walking up my driveway. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, my dad is walking up the driveway. He's here. She's like, what do you mean he's there? Did he call? Did he text? No, no, no. When's the last time you talked to your dad? Well, it had been like several months before at my grandma's funeral. And then before that, it had been years. Like, we don't talk. We don't text. We don't have a relationship. So for him to just show up at my house was like very weird. So he comes in and um, it was a very interesting, weird conversation. And I'm not even going to go into all the details except for this part. He says, I said, what are you doing? And he said, I just was stopping by because I wanted to let you know that I'm moving here. And I was like, 
what in the actual fuck <laughs> is happening? Because this is what I just put out as like, how terrible would this be? And then he shows up to say he's moving here. He got a job um, nearby. He's going to be moving into this place that's um, like 20, 25 minutes from my house. All of this, all of these things. And I'm like trying to process, trying to like work through all of this. In the meantime, he also tells me that he's um, looking at another job that's more like three hours from me. And that's the job he really wants anyway. And so obviously I'm manifesting that job for him now. But the point is like, that is how easy it is to manifest. Your thoughts, your dreams, all of it, what you speak, you're putting well, it, that out there. It's twofold here because Tara, I don't like, there's this piece of me that still goes. I don't know how much of a manifestation that was or how much of that was like psychic awareness. Well, that's true. Well, I know. And you know, that's funny because we have had this conversation many, many times about like psychic awareness and the manifestation and like, what is a manifestation and what is just this like increased awareness and it's very i don't know that one is very i i i have not talked to him since now this has been i think he came this was like a month ago that he stopped by since then i've heard like through family that he's moved up here and all of this so I'm assuming he's up here and all of but those it was things, like but... proof. It was like proof is in the pudding right in that moment because yeah. that, I think you didn't, I don't think you articulated this. She had this conversation or thought or whatever it was. And it literally was 48 hours later. Yeah. And your dad also, let me go ahead and reference this too, lived hours away. It wasn't oh, like yeah. it was, that's the yeah. piece that it was he like. lives, yeah, like currently lives in Kentucky. So drove from Kentucky and we're uh, in the Chicago area, drove up to the Chicago suburbs, did all of these things, like all of this stuff. And then like, oh, I'm just stopping by. Like, what? You're just stopping was, by? And like, it was it's very, very 48 hours later, 48 yeah. hours later. So again, like that's where it's one of these moments, like what's psychic, what's manifestation doesn't matter because it just shows you how interconnected. And it shows if you are highly sensitive to energy, like that's just what, like, that is your psychic awareness. That is your ability to actually pick up on things, right? Like Tara and I are very high. We are, we did not realize this about ourselves until we went on this journey, but we are highly sensitive to, to energy around us. And so it's like, it's one of those twofold, like mystical, magical moments of like, is this me picking up on that energy? Is this because I manifested it is what is it? Right. But it is, it's the, the difficulty around it is because there's another living being with a consciousness that literally is like, how did this manifestation come into play? Because you don't have, and like, let me just reference this for everybody. It's not like you have power over somebody else's consciousness, right? You can't make somebody else do something. That is not something that Tara and I believe Mm -hmm. that's nothing. However, it's like that, that synchronicity of like wild timing that all occurred at the exact same fucking time. And 48 hours later, it's Mm -hmm. actually in your physical reality. It's fucking wild. Yes, because Kim and I are firm believers that coincidence is not a thing. There is no coincidence. Like things happen exactly as they happen. 
Um, and it's no, there are no coincidences. And I'm sure you, you all like listening have had these exact same things happen where like you think about a friend and then all of a sudden like the phone rings and it's them or like you think of them and all of a sudden you get a text. Like, I can't tell you how many times like that's happened to us, right? It just like, we are all so, so interconnected. And when you are like sensitive to those energies, I, I just wonder how much of that are you just like picking up on as they're like having these thoughts in their head? Are you like just picking up on that energy? Yeah. And then like, before we get into our big one, I just want to touch upon these two, because in that same week when Tara had that thing and with her dad coming into her reality, that jazz, that same week, I had two moments occur in my life where Tara and I, once Tara realized her, her story with her dad, we sat down and we were like, what is this trying to show us? We just manifested quote unquote, nothing's negative in this lifetime. You guys, nothing is negative yeah. period. So we, but like for, for human comprehension, let's just go ahead and say this moment, we realized that we had manifested three negative experiences, again, quote unquote, negative experiences within a week's time. And my, my other previous two was, and these are very fast. My brother-in-law had said to me, Hey, Kim, I was just checking out your tires and they're like almost bald. You need to get new tires. And I was like, yeah, I know my husband and I already decided we're going to get them in a couple months when like fall to winter, whatever. Literally like 24 hours later, I ran over a fucking nail and I had to get four new tires. Then like two days later, my little sister told me about this extreme foot pain she was having. And I like, was like, oh yeah, I know exactly the foot pain. I don't have it, whatever. Woke up the next day with the exact same fucking foot pain that she was talking about. Um, we were about to go to Vegas and I told my husband about it. And he was like, you need to go to a doctor because we're about to walk 80,000 steps. Right. And so I told him how I manifested it. And he was like, well, I heard that or no, he didn't say I heard. He said, I actually had that exact same foot pain once and mine, I just woke up the next day and it was completely gone. No big deal. And I saw, I, I understood what he was trying to throw down in that moment. So I was like, Ooh, really? And I started to let those thoughts entertain in my mind. And I woke up the next day and my foot pain was gone. And so what Tara and I deduced and the, the, you know, part of our, part of who we are and part of our human designs, part of our human design profiles, are literally this aspect of needing to learn, understand, and extract the lesson and then reflect that back out to the world. And so Tara and I processed these events and sat in this energy and recognized that the reason why it was so easy for us to manifest, let's just say, or have psychic awareness around these negative experiences and actually call them into our physical reality is because in that moment, we had this thought arose our subconscious absolutely thought this is possible. Getting new tires is possible. Do I want it? No, but it's possible. Foot pain? It's possible. Do I want it? No. Your dad moving 20 minutes from you? It's possible. Do I want it? No. But we put that thought out there. We put that thought into our subconscious mm-hmm. mind. We had brain confirmation that it was likely possible And then we completely fucking detached from it, never thought about it again, never felt about it again, never anything. And before you knew it, it was there. So that lesson, that pattern was showing us, hey, you guys are like extremely powerful manifestors. Like you literally can call into your life any fucking experience you want like that. 
you have to start to give yourself the brain confirmation that all the positive things that you desire, again, nothing's really positive, but anything that you desire is actually fully possible for you. Detach from it and watch it enter your space. So on that note, let's talk about the big behemoth of a fucking- Yes, this is our favorite story to tell. It's Yeah, so it's our favorite story to tell. So I had a dream one night um, about- Long story short, I was at my mother-in-law's home and I was out in her front yard and all of a sudden this black and white dog ran up to me and the black and white dog was a little bit of aggressive and it, so it took me a little time to get to close to him. And I was like, I'm such an animal lover. You guys, like I literally have rescued what I said, not hundreds, but tens of, I mean, I don't know, 50 dogs in my lifetime. I rescued a horse once. Like this, it just happens to me consistently. Okay. So I, in this, in my dream, of course, my human was like, let me help this dog out. Even if he wants to kill me, even if he wants to bite my hand off. So I sat there and I coaxed him, coaxed him, coaxed him until I finally was able to see the tag on his name and, uh, or the name on his tag. And it said trauma. And I was like, what the fuck? Who names a dog trauma, first of all? <laughs> and then in that same breath, I was able to um, get the phone number. So for, for whatever reason, I FaceTimed that phone number and up popped this family who was all together. And I said, hey, I just found your dog trauma. Um, would you like me to bring him home? Like, what would you like? And they were like, uh, kids go away, go away, go away. And so they pushed the kids away and the parents were like, we actually released the dog. We like released the dog. We don't want the dog. And then me, even in my human dream was activated as fuck by that. And I was like, you can't just release a dog out in the wild. You can't do that. that, that." And like freaking out. Right. So anyway, dream over. I call Tara in the morning. It's like six in the morning. And I start to tell her about this dream. And I was like, isn't that weird that there's this dog named trauma? And I was like, what is this? What is my subconscious trying to communicate to me? Is this a sign? Like, so Tara and I are just pondering, just fucking pondering what this could mean. It was a, a quickish conversation. We got off the phone and go ahead, Tara. So then I go and uh, for a walk in a forest preserve. And I stopped and I was like sitting on this bench, like just you know, looking at the forest and contemplating life. And I hear from behind me, two women yelling, trauma, trauma, no, trauma, come here, trauma, back. And I was like, what the hell? Turn around and you guys, a black and white dog is running up that was off leash and the owners were trying to get it. And they come up and they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. We didn't realize anyone was here. And I said, I'm sorry, what is your dog's name? And they said, well, her name's uh, Trauma. We usually call her Abby because it freaks people out. But she was like a, basically like a service dog, like for people that um, like had traumas or whatever. She was a comfort dog. And so they just referred to her as Trauma. That was her name before these people adopted her, black and white dog. And they took this dog in. This dog was black and white. This dog's name was Trauma, just like the dog in Kim's dream, you guys. And that, uh, I know it's one of those, like, (laughs) there aren't any words left to say because I dreamt something. Tara listened to my words and it came in her physical reality. 
you cannot fucking tell me if you need if you need any proof that there is way more to this earth there is way more to the life that we are living than what we have been taught than what our human can comprehend it is that fucking story it is that fucking story so on that note we're gonna leave you we're gonna leave you with this we want you to sit in this energy of knowing that A, you are a powerful fucking manifester. You are manifesting and creating your life all the time. The good, the bad, and the ugly, man. You just are. We are so interconnected as human beings that these wavelengths, our energy is merging. It's dancing together. It's intertwining all the time, all the time. And lastly, the universe is always giving you signs. It is always pointing you in the direction of your highest good. The question is, are you paying attention? Ah! Ah! So if that was you a good one. <laughs> are blown away by any of these stories, let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, and we will see you for our next episode of Straight Fire and Flow next time. Thanks for being here. Mm-hmm.